Hey, 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 welcome back to the Passive Buddies podcast. In today's episode, we are talking money, how to make it, how to close it, how to get it. So how to master the sales process. What do you do when the dream of an online business makes you work harder than a day job would? The answer, you build passive income. On the Passive Buddies podcast, we cover the myths behind passive income and how to build true financial and time freedom. Welcome to the Passive Buddies podcast. Now, we dropped a sales training basically in our podcast the other a few episodes ago. Go ahead and go check that out because that was just golden. Now, I'm I need to, to step up my game because Brandon just dropped the mic every single time he spoke on that episode. So I've got to go toe-to-toe today, which is good <laughs> and interesting. As usual, Brandon Duff is here. How's things? I'm doing great. I'm excited about this uh, this podcast. I'm a big fan of sales. I'm a big fan of just learning. Um, so is anything I can learn uh, to make my business grow, I'm all for it. And you know, as much it's important to take information in, but it's also important to utilize that information. So I want you guys to take notes on this podcast. Definitely write down your biggest takeaway and leave them down in the comments down below. And I'm very excited and let's go toe to toe on this. So I'm super excited about it. <laughs> I think, um, do you know what? When you say like you're a big learner, it really is true, guys. Like we we record these podcasts every Thursday. We'll probably put about four, get four done a week and um, ready for the week ahead. And every week we come in and we have like a bit of a chat beforehand and it's just, it's insane. Like Brandon's like, oh, like, look at this and look at that. And I've discovered this and I've discovered that. And I'm like, yeah, and I chased around three kids and was like, left me head, cooked some tea and put the, put the washing on. I'm like, damn. Um, so it's absolutely great to have a, a bit of a pre-chat with Brandon because I just pick up so much in that 10 minutes. So imagine what you can pick up in each and every podcast episode that we do create. Now, obviously, we are talking sales, which is the big driver, isn't it? And what I like about sales and marketing, and I think a lot of people miss this before we go into the sales process itself. I think a lot of people join these affiliate marketing programs and from there, they just see the short-term aspect of potentially selling that course as a product in order to, to generate some income. What people te- tend to forget is like within that, they are mastering sales and marketing skills from that, they are transferable skills. So if you can learn to master the sales process, it doesn't matter what you're selling, it doesn't matter what business, niche, market, anything you're in, you are going to make money. And if you can make money, you are always going to be in demand. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like just to see, for instance, someone like Ashley, who just, I feel like she just maybe started uh, in the online space. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe she's been in it for a little bit, but... Um, hasn't really got any results. And then she comes into ours and is like our top closer, like just absolutely crushing it. Uh, there's a few people on her tail, but being able to take all the content we've been delivering both in our community that uh, we have an amazing community that talks about all sorts of pop-up trainings, AI, all sorts of cool things. And then also go through all the training we've done in the cash flow challenge from sales, marketing, uh, blogging, all sorts of different content and has taken all that and is now just 
killing it online. So I think that is super important to give a shout out to her um, because I know she listens to the podcast too, because she's always upping her game. But uh, yeah, I think that if you have a lot of people, what they do is they, like you were saying, go into a program, try and get their affiliate link and then get results without actually doing any of the learning that's involved. Um, They are like, okay, I, I paid for this program. I now have my link. I don't need to watch anything. I can just do what I've been doing and get similar results. And that's why they go from program to program. But today we're going to be actually going into things you can actually do within your program, like selling to make more money. So I'm very excited to get into the details. So where do you think, obviously going into the details, where do you think the sales process starts? Where does marketing finish and sales start? I think, I think they kind of go hand in hand. It kind of reminds me of, we, I think we've talked about this analogy uh, previously, but it's kind of like golfing or playing football where your marketing is like your tee off or your long uh, Hail Mary pass or short passes, um, or small runs or whatever. And your marketing gets you closer and closer to the touchdown. Um, and then sales is the thing that puts it into the hole or runs it in or catches it to make that touchdown. And so depending on how much marketing you've done, where it's pushing you down the, the fair green or it's pushing you down the football field or the rugby pitch, while the sales process is finishing up those last few uh, putts or last few throws to close the deal. So I think they go hand in hand. Uh, the more marketing and the higher the marketing, the less selling, selling you have to do um, versus the opposite is if you don't do any marketing and you're trying to get people on the phone or whatever, you're going to have to do some hardcore selling. And uh, I don't mean like hard closes and all that, but actually provide uh, a lot of value and insight to get them where they are to where they want to be. And that's all through just um, phone calls. And I think that's why a lot of you see these high ticket programs is they want you to get on Zoom calls. They want to get you on the phone is because they want to, they don't have much marketing. They don't have, they want to close you over the phone and uh, teach you all sales. So I think that, I mean, both are great. Sales is good, marketing is good, but combining them is what's gonna be your superpower to make a lot of money. I think that's really like crucial in terms of, if you literally put it on a scale, like in terms of the deals at the end, the deal's obviously at the end of the scale and the, the brand new into your world is at the other side. And if you go with, if you literally, the the where you put how much marketing and sales you have to do will depend on, so for instance, brand new affiliate marketers, they've joined the program, it's the first program or they've moved from high ticket to recurring or recurring to high ticket and they've got to rebrand or readjust their marketing. Like, you are literally starting from zero marketing capacity, which means you're going to have to do a lot of selling up front. So into the DMs, having longer conversations, and then getting people over the line through the sales process. And a lot of people seem to think, and 
Like the more marketing you can do, the easier the sales process becomes. Um, and by putting out more and more content, et cetera, and more value and more education and all these things, you then shorten the sales process, the manual sales process, um, by having all that marketing content up there. But when, as we say, as you start in this affiliate marketing game, you will be doing more DMs, you will do more conversations because your marketing hasn't got there yet. But eventually it does take over. But what you need to sort of understand is when you are in the DMs or when you are messaging people and when you are trying to sell, like it feels like hard work to start with, but that's because the marketing hasn't took over yet. The more marketing you can do, the easier the sales process. So don't think short term and says, oh my God, I'm always in the DMs. It takes me hours. Da, da, da. Eventually it does take over as long as, as Brandon says, as long as you're building them both up, your sales skills will get better. So the conversations get shorter. Your marketing will get stronger. So therefore the conversations get shorter and it'll become easier to close. Now, yeah. I got that into this because I think this is uh, a light bulb moment for a lot of people and they should definitely write this down because that is exactly what, uh, how it, it turns out. Because if you have your, the best way to learn something is by to teach others. So the more conversations you're having, the more errors you're creating, the more that you can see the issues that come up the objections, the, uh, the transitions or whatever you need to use to get someone over the line. And so the more you have those conversations, the more it's going to be easier to control the conversation to make the sale. And that also goes with marketing. Like, like you were saying, if you put out more content out there, that's value impact, you're going to know the material much more in detail that you're able to put out there, which then makes the sales process much easier because it strengthens your knowledge of the actual topic and what people are having to overcome in their, their journey online. And so both of those things, I think the more you do of them, the more marketing you do uh, allows you to strengthen your marketing material, which makes the sales process much easier. And then as you sell and you see the objections that strengthens your marketing because then you know the objections that are happening you know how the the tonality the language all the different things that need to go into uh, a marketing campaign essentially the the triggers the emotion the uh the roadblocks all those different things so they go hand in hand and i just i think that that was a valid point that you were making no, thanks. <laughs> um, so as you said, as we're starting that sales process, as we're approaching that person, like we see it time and time again. And I think we talk about it time and time again. Like you cannot go in there and just pitch your offer and play the numbers game. Like eventually, yes, you will get a sale. Someone goes, yeah, that looks good. I'll, I'll buy it. But you're just going to completely ruin your long longevity of a company by just trying to pitch on your first message, et cetera, you'll be so surprised how much like rapport and establishing trust really does affect your outcome of a close. So by identifying the right target audience, the right person, they are a good fit for your business based on fate, like judging the book by its cover and then diving into it, you will then or she have to start building rapport, whether that is in the DMs or on their post or anything like do not go in totally cold and try and pitch because it just doesn't work, does it? Like 
how often how often do you like get a cold pitch on a daily basis? To be honest, not a lot recently. No, no I feel like I haven't uh, like got any. To be honest, I feel kind of sad actually. Um, most of the people that I get now, I think I've got a few people that are warming up to a pitch. Mm. Um, so like, I think some guy was asking, he was just asking leading questions. I think there were more L- uh, NLP type people um, where they're trying to warm me up to a pitch essentially. But um, cause they're, they're just asking like, hey, so what are your goals for your business? Oh, and, uh, you know, stuff like that. But, and that's not how they started, but. No, I know, um, but that, that question's like, so, it's so scripted, isn't it? It's like, oh my right. God. It's like, you don't care. Like, you're right. not asked. <laughs> it fucking winds me up. And, and, and it just, it's just funny because like, and we won't get into it, but yeah, I mean, the, uh, I haven't been pitched recently, so I'm a little sad. Which, I, it means one or two things, doesn't it? It's either you've built your authority that much that people don't go out and cold pitch you anymore, or like people are getting the hang of actual learning to do sales through DMs, which is a great thing. Um, I know, to be fair, I've had two pitches this week, I think. Um, one was like, I know you're busy, so I'll cut straight to the chase. Well, if I'm busy, why are you sending me a message in the first place? Right. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's counterintuitive. Intuitive. I think I got that right. Um, yeah, and then the second one is, do you know those VA agencies that promise you an appointment setter? Yeah, and they'll get you 30 quality appointments and yet they send you the same cold message to start with. And you're like, how are you going to get 30 appointments um, yeah. based on that behavior? Um, so th- those are the two I've had this week. And again, it just goes to, it goes to show like people are still getting it wrong and people don't want to build rapport and establish trust. And it, it really winds me up because yes, you are hid behind a keyboard, but it doesn't stop you being a human. One day AI will take over the sales process and the appointment setting process for us. But like, you still need that human factor because you need to be connected. You're trying to sell to people. So be a person. And I think that like, be real. I, I, I have this chat with my sister all the time because she's trying to create content and she's trying to like build something in the homeschool space. And she was looking for like the perfect picture or the perfect piece of content. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, no one's gonna no one's gonna establish trust with that. I was like, your kids are all sat there perfectly at the dinner table. I was like, when does that happen? Like, take the picture of like one kid throwing the spaghetti at the wall, one dancing on the table. That's like that will establish trust because you're being real and that'll help build rapport because people can connect to you. So by doing stuff like that and being that vulnerable in a degree and being that open and honest inside a sales conversation can really help with the rapport as well. Having that mutual relatability, not you just trying to be a sales professional and get the deal done by being human, having that relatability factor, being able to, you talked about in the last one about mirroring. Now I'm not saying like, which I thought Brandon done the other day, like, like, selling to dads like oh yeah i've got a kid so brandon went and robbed a kid uh, it turned out to be his nephew but like not making stuff up to be relatable but if you can find a relatable factor definitely use it and that will strengthen the rapport and the the trust with your prospects 
Yeah, and I think we did we did talk about it on the last podcast. Um, so definitely check that out. Remember to like and subscribe to this podcast so you guys get up to date with all of our time sensitive material. But we talked about it on well, that's not time sensitive. That's evergreen. So definitely watch that video um, or listen to that podcast. But I talked about how you were saying creating similarities and yeah, you want to be relatable and you want to be what you want to do. And this kind of to sum it up is you want to be so relatable that they're like, what are you doing? I'm just like you. What am I doing that? What are you doing that I'm not doing? And what, like you, we match in every single moment, like point, like we're both thirties. We're both male. We're both married. We both, you know, have a house. We both have a dog, but you make, you know, 300,000 and I'm only making 60,000. So what is like, what are you doing that's different? And so if there's, you want to be so relatable that they're asking themselves that question and they need to know, and it's just bugging them because how are you making so much more money when we're, we're alike in every aspect of life besides this one thing. And that's kind of what you're trying to shoot for. And if you're able to do that, it's going to bug them so much. And it's going to create that tick that they're going to want to ask you about that. And it's getting them to ask you about it because if you're not trying to sell anything and you're just trying to help, they're going to be like, wow, that like, he's here to help. And he's like, like, I'm just like him and I'm just missing this one thing. And so that one thing that they could get from you is, you know, X amount. And so that's kind of what you're trying to shoot for is being showing so much of your personality and matching, uh, your personality, not matching your personality, but showing off your personality where it creates them like, Oh, I'm just like them, but I don't have this. And I need that from them. And that's what you're going to sell to them is that solution. And so that's, I would say one of the easiest way to do that is by not just always selling, 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 because that's only matching one thing, but showing other parts of your life, your style, your whatever, your personality, your tics, your likes and dislikes, all these different things that can help close the deal through your marketing. And we just talked about marketing uh, yesterday on our last podcast. So you definitely want to watch both those podcasts as including in this. I mean, so much value. That's why you should like and subscribe right now. I thought you were just going to leave with it. You just need to watch all of them. You just need to listen to all our podcasts. And you do, guys, because the amount of value that gets dropped, literally, like, some of these things, like we're literally teaching in depth inside the cash flow challenge and then we're coming out with the cash flow challenge coming onto the podcast and we're teaching you the exact same thing as well really like give, giving you as much as we can to help you master your sales master your marketing master your passive income streams master automation it just goes on and on and on now a lot of people struggle, don't need they? they struggle in the DMs. And we were, I was helping one of our students uh, close a deal yesterday. Don't get me wrong, but we didn't actually close it. Um, but we were going through the process and asking the right questions. And then I was privately messaging him going, well, how, why am I breaking this down, et cetera. Like, why do you think so many people struggle with having a conversation to sell something when 
I know if I asked them to tell me their favorite restaurant and make me go there, they'd be able to do it like that. So why why do you feel there's a disconnect when it comes to selling a product rather than just a recommendation? It's just uh, how we've been programmed. Uh, so many people think selling is bad, and we hear the, the card, the used card dealer. They're you know they're they're the deceptors, and you know that selling selling is a bad thing. But uh, I think that so many people have that in uh, the wrong aspect of their lives. They're not really the wrong aspect of their lives, but I guess I'll put it this way. When you go and buy a house or buy a car, a newer car or whatever, like you didn't, you bought that. Someone sold that to you. It, it may be through marketing. It might be through um, seeing other people and wanting that FOMO or whatever, but you were sold to and you bought it because we love being sold to. But for whatever reason, we've been taught as in the just the world that selling is bad, but consuming is good. So as, as, or purchasing or whatever that is, is good. So spending is good, but selling is bad um, for whatever reason. But it's the same thing. Like you need to sell because you need to provide something to help someone and better their lives. And if you, and I, I hear this all the time, like, if you have something that is going to change someone's life, you're doing yourself a, you're doing them a disservice by not selling it to them. Because if it can help improve their fitness goals, if it can improve their lifestyle, if it can improve their business, their relationship, their, their themselves, their mindset, then you have to sell it to them. And it's funny, I was thinking about this the other day, like, like businesses need AI prompting. Like if, and we'll have to talk about this off the air, but um, literally like how much businesses would make if they had an AI prompting uh, prompter or taught their, their team how to prompt. And in doing so, they would essentially save, I mean, think of a digital marketing agency, Mars, um, and we taught all of our, uh, our VAs, which we do, how to prompt and create blogs that can do five in a day versus one in a week, how much more work they're going to be doing and how much more money they're going to be paid because their output's so much greater. And so being able to provide that um, skill or transfer that skill to someone else, it, it needs to be done. It needs to you need to sell because it's helping them. Obviously, if it's a shitty product or um, something that they don't need or uh, you hard close on them on and it's not the right fit, then you're just taking advantage and mm -hmm. it's self-serving. But if this is something that you know will change their lives and doesn't um, is not openly available or is not something that they can do... I'll give you another example. You talked about our podcast and how we pretty much what we do in our actual challenge is similar to what we do on the podcast with all the value. But you have to think that, sure, we talk about similar things here on the podcast, but we've now took in, took, take, I don't know, the podcast and we've made it more direct. We've took out all the filler stuff. We've made it so it's step by step and a direction with coaching, with uh, 
all sorts of pop-up content and we answer and mentor all of our students hands-on every day pretty much which they a lot of people would don't get at all they don't aren't taught financial literacy in school they're not taught how to market themselves brand themselves uh, build and uh, good, good debt versus bad debt how to use like I, I think we just did a um, a live, or I just did a live the other day, talking about how I spent six thousand dollars, only six thousand, and was able to get uh, two for one deals on flights using my credit card without any money out of pocket, essentially. And how I and no, no one's really teaching stuff like that. And a lot of people teach like you look at Dave Ramsey and he says. Um, credit cards are bad and don't get a credit card because it will create, you know, financial ruin for you. But in reality, if you do responsibly, uh, really credit cards are made for the wealthy and the people that don't use them correctly, um, all the interest that they're paying is used to pay us rich people our benefits. Like that's how it, how it works. So if you are like learning and going through our course, like obviously this kind of stuff isn't on the on the podcast. It's in our private group. But these are the things we teach to help people level up their game. And they don't aren't, aren't taught in this school or in school this information. They're not taught on YouTube or whatever because this is stuff that a lot of people don't know. Um, and, um, or it would take you hours and hours and hours to, you know, get this content from our podcast, from YouTube, from all these different things versus having a streamlined process to get, to save you time essentially. So a lot of great things. I think that, uh, if you have something that the world needs that can improve people's lives over like say 90% of the population, then it's, you're doing yourself and everyone else around you a disservice by not selling makes sense so it comes to a mindset point doesn't it it's like my selling is bad and no it's not like you need to stop telling yourself like save you're not selling you're saving and this is how i navigate that mindset issue it's like if i've got something that can truly help someone which as as you can clearly see me and brandon feel passionately about the cash flow challenge so we are constantly telling people to join because it can make people's lives better like we know that it's a fantastic product so we tell you about it every single podcast we imp- like prompt you to come come and join us so we can help you improve your mindset improve your cash flow improve absolutely everything it's just insane. So like when it comes to mastering the sales process, like you have to be committed to that product, whatever that product may be, you have to be a hundred percent. This is going to change people's lives and you have to go for it and push it. And you have to be having that passion will improve your sales process, not passion just to make the money, but the passion to change people's lives with whatever you're promoting or selling. Then from there, having that mindset of no, by me being quiet, I'm actually hurting people, not helping people that will help propel you forward as well. And asking questions, not to get the answer to ask your next question, but ask questions to listen. And once you ask questions to listen, you will know whether that product is the right fit or not. And then from there, you'll be able, once you've asked enough right questions, you'll be able to effectively close because you are giving them the right product that you're passionate about that saves them. You're not selling and you're improving everything. And the byproduct, is the cash. Yeah, I 100% agree. And don't ask questions that are 
lame. Like, so what are your business goals or, you know, <laughs> like the, the typical things like I, one I really like is what do you mean? Um, because that just gets people to continuously talk. And if they're continu- continuously talking, then they feel that they're in control, but mm. they're, they're really not. And so like when someone says something like, Oh, you know, I, I don't know if I can get into the program right now. And then I, I, they'll say, I'll say, what do you mean? And then they'll like continuously talk. And then I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I, I keep going, like what do you, keep going. And I'll just keep getting them talk because then you can, the more that the talk, the more that you're able to find kind of like a gap in their, their, um, their answers. And then you can use that to your advantage. And I, I think we did we do no me and Mike did role play uh, a while uh, when I was um, on uh, Facebook at one point and I was like who wants to do a, a mock sales thing and it went really really well and those are the types of things that we'll bring up in the cash flow challenges like different questions that you can ask role playing to help strengthen your sales process that way you're not uh, constantly having to, um, my dog's barking. So it's now it's distraction because I know Brian's like, Oh, dog's barking. Um, so, um, the cash flow challenge, like we, we do mock sales calls where then like Mike's not having to worry about, Oh, like I'm going to be wasting my one lead on trying to sell them. And it might not go well versus if you do a mock trial, I mean, you, can test essentially. You can see what works, what doesn't. You can see if someone answers something, how you can answer back and you get more data so that you can use for yourself to make better closes down the road. The more data you have, I mean, we talked about this uh, previously, like you can use an AI sales trainer to ask questions. Um, and to improve, and which we go over in the cash flow challenge. So we have so many great things in the cash flow challenge, though. It, it is. It's absolutely insane. Um, we obviously, and we're passionate about it, and it makes a difference. Hence, why we talk about it. But as you say, like asking the questions and digging deep is what Brandon was talking about. Not just asking questions for asking questions' sake, but digging deep into these, like into the person's life, the person personality, their motives, their goals. Without asking, hey, what's your business goals for the next three months? That just has a big fuck off written all over it. Or like, oh, like I see, I see you're an affiliate marketer. Me too. Like, hey, fantastic. Have you got anything else? Like, have you got a personality or just a script? And like moving past those scenarios and actually being able to be human, ask questions to dig for the right things. You're looking for pain, not to make them cry, or you don't want people actually in pain, but like you're looking for things like painful reasons why people want to make a change in their life, whether it is in the fitness space, whether it's in health, like whether that is in sales, like making money online, any of those things, people are trying to chase the next goal. You need to know why, and you need to know their situation and those pre-qualifying sections so you can promote the right thing to them and then get it through. Again, we teach all this in the cash flow challenge. Brandon, do you want to lead us out? Um, yeah, I would say just like I, like Brian and I have been saying, ask questions that don't seem scripted. Ask questions to diagnose versus to just ask questions, essentially. 
And you can ask a lot of questions that aren't um, business related that gets you uh, more answers. Like we talked about previously with what do you mean kind of things. Um, so a lot of great things. Um, just remember that you are trying to, like Brian said, serve and not sell. You're trying to diagnose what their I issue is versus just trying to see them as a number. And you have to think that you are now a doctor of sales versus just someone who is trying to make a sale. Because if you went into a doctor's office and try and diagnose something, someone without um, them giving you anything, then that would be malpractice. And you would go, I think, either lose your license, definitely lose your license, but could go to jail. So you have to think that you need to start being a, someone who diagnoses and prescribes something versus someone who just sells, sells, sells. Right, guys. So hopefully you've took a lot of value out of this podcast. And again, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know that we're doing a good job or what you want to hear more of. And we will see you in the next episode. Peace.